0: You're listening to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast, a podcast for psychotherapy group practice owners where you learn the business side of running a group practice. I'm your host, Maureen Werbach. This episode is sponsored by Therapy Notes. Therapy Notes is a practice management and EHR software that helps behavioral health professionals manage their practice with confidence and efficiency. I've been using Therapy Notes in my own group practice for about five or six years now, and they're hands down amazing. They've got a scheduling and to-do list that is so easy to look at, a notes template that is amazing and exactly what you need, billing that has accurate reports that you can use, credit card processing system, a client portal that's constantly being updated, security and tech support that is amazing. You can call and actually talk to someone right away. If you're looking for an EHR that can give you everything you need to run your group practice smoothly, try Therapy Notes out by going to www.therapynotes.com forward slash the group practice exchange, and you'll get two free months to try them out. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the group practice exchange podcast. I'm Maureen Werbach, and I'm really excited about this episode because I've got Perry Rosenbloom from Brighter Vision on with me. and. We've had a handful of exchanges already on his podcast and my podcast, so I'm really excited to bring him on. And we're going to be talking about three things that group practice owners can do to improve their SEO for their group practice. So hi, Perry. How are you?
1: I'm great, Maureen. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing good. I know before we got on the recording, we were talking about sick families and the (laughs) flu going around. So it's uh, the joys of February and the flu. Oh my gosh, yeah.
1: You gotta love it, right? You know it's just like, I, so right now my wife and one of my boys are sick, homesick right now. And so I'm quarantining myself and my other son off in a separate area of the house. We have our own bathroom. We use, we have our own sink. We use, we're going to let them take one corner of the house. We'll take the other and just do our best to stay healthy. Right?
0: Yeah. And my (laughs) husband and I joke because I, um, Have such an aversion to flu symptoms that, like, um, whenever it happens to like one of my kids, I literally can't be around it because I'm like, like pretending like I'm about to throw up just at the fact of having to be around them and like (laughs) clean things up. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "This is hilarious. You literally can't parent." And this, when it comes to flu-related symptoms, I'm like, I know, I'm like out of commission just because it's like around and I get like really weirded out by it and start feeling like maybe I'm getting sick and I'm (laughs) So, like
1: you know, and, and as you're down. as you're talking about that, I'm feeling a little nauseous. Oh my god, like, oh, maybe I'm getting sick. But oh hopefully, your audience isn't feeling <laughs> the same way right now. So, uh, yeah, flu season almost done. It's almost in the rear oh, view mirror, so right? Close.
0: It's so close. Um, I, like I was saying to you before, my husband's a teacher, and he said yesterday six people, six sixth graders in his class were out because of the flu. And I'm just like, <laughs> I am not envious about being around kids right now. Um, that I'm glad it's you and not me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know all the germs that he's encountering, it's just coming straight back oh, into your house. Sh- no, sh- oh, sh- sorry, even, sorry that, That's the secret there. I'm not supposed to share. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it, it it stays at the school. As far yeah, as I know, it stays does, at yeah. the school. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> SEO. Um, I'm, SEO. Yeah. Let's let's get away from the flu and start talking about the SEO um, and get my mind off that. So, um, I know this is an area that group practice owners might not necessarily be thinking about initially as they're setting up because they're all over the place with trying to figure out who they should hire and should they be contractors or employees. But the second that they start to settle down on the what seems to be, what feels to them to be like this immediate need of um, kind of getting people on board um, is when people start to look at their website and look at SEO and figure out like how am I actually going to fill these people up and how do I make sure that I'm um, out like in the community Uh, digitally in a way that we're going to be found. And so I'm really excited to have you on because obviously this is your wheelhouse and um, I'd love to uh, pick your brain a little bit on some of the things that um, specific to group practice owners, what we can do to um, get ourselves a little bit better in the SEO realm. I know that obviously the end all can be to hire someone like you or your company or another company that does SEO related things. But I want to kind of take a step back and just get into these beginning phases where um, this, maybe these uh, group practice owners that are trying to bootstrap things up in the beginning or just get themselves prepared for the larger work, um, things that they can do to improve their SEO. And I know you're you're that guy.
1: Absolutely, Maureen. Well I'd, I'd love to talk about that. Uh, and, and to your point, I, I want to mention you know, as you start getting bigger uh, as a private practice and facing the, the various demands uh, that a group practice puts on on you, a lot of the SEO stuff, the SEO work is stuff you're gonna to need to do anyways. And maybe not necessarily you, but somebody on your staff, because there's only so much that you can do for a a website in terms of on page search engine optimization. So, you know, the, the topics that we have laid out today to go over with your your audience are things that you know you should be preparing yourself to do as a group as a business owner. And even if you set aside, you know, let's just say block out a single day in one month that's more than enough time to execute and implement you know, at least 50 to 60% of what we're gonna go over today. And it's gonna have a dramatic impact on your overall ranking in Google. Uh, so I'm, I'm really excited to dive into it. If you don't mind, I'd also just love to share with your audience you know, what my background is and, and why I, I'm a little qualified to be able to speak on this to you all. Perfect. Okay, cool. So uh, real fast, my background in about 60 seconds. Uh, mm-hmm. When, after I graduated college, I moved to Colorado and, to try and make it a, and, and write screenplays, and then I, my plans were eventually moved to LA. And instead of writing screenplays, I thought, well, what if I write websites? I could probably you know make more money from that somehow. And so I sort of taught myself search engine optimization, and I created a handful of websites in the outdoor space that are still around today, actually. Uh, One on Glacier National Park, one on camping tents, uh, and a few other websites. And I taught myself search engine optimization, uh, got them ranking really well for a variety of phrases, went on to work at a startup here in Boulder, uh, where my job was to create about 60 or 70 websites. And we were testing out this new advertising platform and just... SEO them to death uh, make them rank for a bunch of phrases that they had no business actually ranking for. Uh, fast forward another you know few years and I opened up my own SEO company uh, where we did you know pretty large-scale SEO uh, endeavors uh, for, for businesses around the world uh, everything from a, a custom t-shirt company in, out of Hong Kong to uh, a eating uh, Institute for the psychology of eating a uh, uh, eating psychology school you're in boulder oh fast gosh, forward a couple you've more
0: literally years. been everywhere <laughs> <laughs> uh, I,
1: I i've i've only been in boulder for this part but uh digitally
0: you've been everywhere. digitally, I,
1: digitally <laughs> i've got a big footprint uh and then you know fast forward a couple more years uh brighter vision got started uh you, know, you can read about that story. I'd be happy to dive into that more for your audience at another time, but I don't want to bore them all to death. But uh, Brighter Vision got started and we helped thousands of therapists around the world with their branding and their online presence, basically building you a website, maintaining it for you. Looks like you invested thousands of dollars in your website, but you're only spending $59 a month. You get unlimited support and our team of SEO specialists to help you continue growing your practice. Uh, so that's everything in a nutshell. I think I kept it about 60, maybe 70 seconds there.
0: That's Ooh. awesome! <laughs> Best elevator pitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tried summing it up as fast as I could.
0: Yeah, I get that. Okay, so obviously now um, the listeners know why they should trust you when it comes to what you're about to talk about. Um, let's jump in. Tell us. Tell us. Yeah. No.
1: All right. So we have three really crucial things that group practice owners should be doing for their, to help their search engine optimization. And if by some chance you're listening to this and you're not a group practice owner, this is still things that you can implement in your private practice and on your website to help you grow. Awesome. So the first one, and this really applies to anyone, whether they're group practice, individual practice, uh, or, or, or whatever you are, uh, and that is specialty pages. Yes. So,
0: Have
1: you seen,
0: have you seen mine? I don't know if you've ever looked. I feel like can uh, can, can it get can it become too much? <laughs> I feel like I have, uh, or is it good? Because I, I I have a, I have a ton.
1: You know I have. I gotta confess, I have not seen it today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I probably had the last time we spoke. I, I know I've seen your website. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's no. You you have the perfect amount. Adult count. Oh wow, you have a lot. That's great. Oh,
0: you're looking. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just remember. Oh, no, you're, I have subcategories. Do you see that?
1: They yeah. Oh, I see it. Child counseling, angry kids, anxious. So let's talk about why this is so great, Maureen. So I'm on, I'm on Maureen's website, urbanwellnesscounseling.com, and you mm-hmm. mouse over services and you see adult counseling, child counseling, couples counseling, family counseling, a bunch more. Cool.
0: Yeah. We're multi discipline area, So obviously, we have a ton.
1: Yeah, but then yeah, then you mouse over adult counseling and you see young adults, anxiety, relationships, trauma, grief and loss, and plenty more. Child yeah. counseling, angry kids, anxious kids, child depression, child trauma. And let's talk about this because this is so great. And let's talk about why it's so great. In order to understand why what you're doing is so effective, Maureen, we need to understand what search engine optimization is at its core. Perfect. Now, if if we, were having this, <laughs> yeah, if we were having this conversation 10 years ago, when I created spammy-ish websites to manipulate Google, I would be telling you, hey, Maureen, search engine optimization is about manipulating Google so that content that should not be ranking at the top of Google is able to rank there. That's what search engine optimization used to be. That's not what it is anymore. Google has gotten way smarter, especially over the last four to five years. And... Google, they're in the business of showing the most relevant search results possible to their users. Because if they're not showing relevant search results, they're not going to be able to make money off the advertising, and users are going to start going to Bing, or even worse, Yahoo, uh, oh. and <laughs> or, or even better, DuckDuckGo. Oh uh,
0: that exists still? I thought that was like a fake thing. I didn't oh, know no, that was... Duck, like,
1: really? DuckDuckGo duck, duck still exists. It's a great search engine. They don't track you. Uh, it, it's uh-huh. all about privacy, which is, is really important. Interesting. Um, but, you know, so Google is about showing the most relevant content to their users as possible. So if I am I'm a parent and I think my child is depressed... And I did a search for, is my child depressed? There's going to be a bunch of different results that pop up. More of them are going to be based nationally. But let's say, uh, you know, signs my child might be depressed or uh, need help, my child's depressed, Boulder. Yep. Google's going to want to show websites that talk about children, counseling for children with depression, websites and pages that, Might be relevant for that search that are going to be very relevant for that search result. If instead Google showed results that were just basically, you know, just search results for just basic child counseling, which they might be doing, the user is not going to be as happy as finding a page that speaks directly to them that my child is depressed, I need help for my child. Right. And so by writing a page, if you, if you have someone in your practice or if you're a solo practice and you specialize in, in help in counseling for children with depression, if you wrote a specific page, a specialty page on that, well, Google's going to want to show that when someone's search query is relevant for that. So if I'm searching for help, I think my child is depressed or childhood depression counselor Boulder. Right. Google's going to show that page for somebody who's in Boulder or if I did childhood uh, counseling for children with depression, Chicago, they're going to want to show urban wellness counseling, counseling for children with depression page, as opposed to a page that's just, you know, counseling for children with anxiety right, uh, in Chicago. So by writing specialty pages that are specific on what you focus on or what your clinicians focus on and how you can help Uh, individuals suffering with that or or struggling with that, Google is going to be more likely to rank those at the top. So what you want to do is go down the list and start at the very top and and start with a page such as adult counseling, child counseling, couples counseling, family counseling. Do, Do the big general themes and write 300 to 500 words about that. And it's kind of hard. I mean, you could, you could also outsource it. There are great copywriters out there. And as a group practice owner, that's what I did. That That's what you should, that's really what you should do. Yeah, because uh, it
0: changes <laughs> when you're, so when you're a solo clinician or so, solo practice owner, it's important that it, your website is another way that they can hear your voice. And so, um, you know, for solo practices, I, I see the, how it could be more important for a solo practitioner to write their own content or to find someone who can write similar to what their voice is like. But as a group practice, you're really shifting away from you being the brand to this entity being the brand. And so my voice in particular doesn't need to be reflected, um, on, right. on the wording. So fine. And we just found a really good content writer and, um, she wrote that all the pages for us. Um, which would have would have made me go literally crazy if i had to do that.
1: <laughs> well, it, it's also even though you you as the practice owner m- might if you're a solo practice might be the voice. Yeah. And it's important to have your voice come across in some ways. It's important also to remember that copywriting is marketing. And you want to be speaking to the pain points of your target client, of your ideal client, of the person who's arriving on that page. So that way that page resonates with them. It empathizes with them and they're more likely to contact you. And that's the same whether you're a group practice or a solo practice. I think the big difference here also is you know, when you're a solo practice, if you're just getting started, you, know, you, you have two buckets. You have time and you have money. In the beginning, you have a lot of time, not so much money. As you start transitioning to a group practice, you start having less and less time. But provided you're running things well, you're going to start having more and more capital and more money to be able to invest. And it's a better use of your time to invest the money in having a professional copywriter write it for you. Uh, So start with those. A good way to look at it is sort of like a tree structure um, where at the very... uh, At the top... uh, you know, it's 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 the the roots going down into the soil. So at the top, you have I'm just going to use your examples here, Maureen, because it's done mm-hmm. so well. At the top of, of at the top of the soil, you have child counseling, and then below that, the, as the roots start growing deeper, you have your additional specialty pages that branch off. Actually, at the very top, you have services. Then underneath that, you have adult counseling, child counseling, couples counseling, family counseling and then branching off of those are the additional specialty pages that you that would speak to very specific needs like angry kids, anxious kids, child depression, child trauma or under adult counseling, anxiety, relationships, anger management, EMDR, whatever your your the specialties are in your practice and really like diving into those. So that way when somebody is doing a search for uh you know help with anxiety Chicago or help with anxiety plus whatever city you're in, your anxiety counseling page is going to be at the top. It's going to be the most relevant for that search result. It's going to be much more relevant than somebody who's talking about, uh, you know, EMDR, uh, and and what EMDR is and the benefits of that uh, are. So that way that page that, you know, Counseling for anxiety page is going to be relevant and at the top of the search results, or at least in the top ten uh, for google and even if that page isn't, you're gonna have you know twenty or thirty other pages and give yourself twenty or thirty other opportunities to rank really well
0: and I was gonna say it also then goes you know this is kind of like what practice owners can do themselves but then as they get to a point where they can um have someone pay someone to kind of double down on the seo they can really go into those specialty pages and and beef them up beef them up in the way that they need to to make them even more rankable i'm making like words up right now but do you know what i'm saying right is this true Uh,
1: true. (laughs) i mean you know if we want to get even deeper on things you know Let's say there's a specialty that is, you know, really great for your group practice. That uh, you know, you discover that there's this really great opportunity in your area. That you know, it, it's a, a really great there. There's a, a, an opportunity that nobody else is is serving, a need that nobody's serving, mm-hmm. and you are. But for some reason, you're not ranking too well for it. Well, what you can do is go out and write a guest article uh, for uh, maybe get right for psychology today or goodtherapy.org or uh, a practice in another area and write a guest blog post for them or, and link back to that specialty page with the words you want to rank for. So for example, if let's say um, you were your practice, uh, you you know, had a great IOP program Hmm. and you wanted to rank higher for uh, IOP programs, Boulder. Well, you could go and write an article for psychology today um, on a a specific topic that could be related to IOP uh, IOP treatment and IOP groups and and the benefits of them. uh, And then what you can do is, you know, hey, Perry Rosenblum owns at the very end in your bio, you say Perry Rosenblum owns a private practice in Boulder, Colorado, with uh, you know, really extensive IOP treatment uh, and, and IOP groups. Um, you know, contact them today. And the IOP treatment or IOP groups or whatever you want to rank for is linking back to that specific specialty page. Exactly. And what that's, that's going to do is it's going to tell Google. That hey, this page wants to rank for it, and the site that's linking to it is voting for it. It's giving it a plus one, saying this is relevant for this specific phrase. You should you should rank it for it. Totally, right? you should rank this page for it. And um, you know, I, I could go on and on and on and talk about this forever. I know we have a limited amount of time, so I, I do want to be cognizant of that. Um, but a long time ago, not too long, about, about two or three years ago, I think Google's changed this recently, uh, the number one search result for click here, do you have any idea what that was? No. So a few years ago, the number one search result, and for a very long time, uh, when you search for click here, the number one search result was Adobe Acrobat. Really? Uh, yep, and it's no longer this way because uh, Google's changed their algorithm to be smarter than this. But the reason for it is that every single website that um, wanted users to that had like a PDF and you need to view it in Adobe Acrobat, it would say "click here to download Adobe Acrobat," and the words yeah. "click here" would link to Adobe Acrobat. So for the longest time, "click here." had adobe acrobat ranking as number 1 and uh, that's still a ranking signal it's just it's not as as prominent but it's still in a ranking signal still important um i think google's just smartened up to or maybe manually changed their algorithm so click here no longer had adobe acrobat ranking because it was kind of a, a black eye on on their reputation
0: right. um
1: and a, a funny funny anecdote to be able to share on podcasts like this um, but that's another really great opportunity for you uh, as a group practice owner. You know, you can hire a virtual assistant to go out and, and find opportunities for you to have a guest blog post written or have a speaking opportunity uh, or a podcast opportunity and just you know work with the person to have a link back to your website, uh, to the specific specialty page that you want to rank for.
0: I love it. I love it. Great. What's number two?
1: All right. What's number- behind door number 2? <laughs> <laughs> behind door number 2. Let's talk about le- uh, so we're going to go from uh the the most basic to the more complex. So specialty pages, low-hanging fruit, super basic, super easy to do relatively at least. Yeah. Uh behind door number 2 is uh, is BIOS. And you know so often, you know we see at brighter vision with our group practice owners that they're like, hey, I've grown into a group practice. Can you put this person's photo up on the website?
0: Yeah.
1: And it's like, whoa, 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 just the photo? Well, what about who the person is? Right. What about their bio? You know, Every single piece of, of content on your website is a ranking opportunity. So as you are growing as a group practice, every single clinician, every single staff member, they should be responsible for writing 300 words about themselves and about their specialties about the types of clients that they love working with and they do their best work as well as of course a really high quality bio photo uh and so what you want to do is you want to make sure that you have a staff directory it could be as complex as you know a uh, And about us with like images, and you mouse over and it links to their page and it has their bio. And you know, Brighter Vision has a staff directory plugin for that. Or it could be as simple as you have a page that says staff and it lists all your staff members, and each staff member has a link to their professional bio, and they have their own individual page on your website. And that right there is a really just another great ranking opportunity. You know, when you hire a new staff member, their first day in the office, they should have an hour or two blocked off where they write a bio and submit it to whoever's in charge of maintaining your website uh, to have it uploaded and really have a well-formatted, well-fleshed out staff directory. Uh, with all of your staff members, their bios. Ideally, you know it's it's formatted in a really beautiful way because that's going to present yourself as as even more professional uh, uh, and allow potential clients to engage more in your website, which is always a really great thing. But at the very least, have staff bios. Have your staff write their bios so it's in their voice uh, and list out what their specialties are. Um, that will, it just gives you more ranking opportunities. And as a, you know, as a business owner, you want to take advantage of any ranking opportunity you possibly can. And so if you had a staff member, if I had, uh, you know, let's, I don't know why it's so hard for me to come up with random names.
0: (laughs) Uh, I have the same problem though, uh, with like coming up with a a name or like a, a um like a, a story that goes with what I'm telling. If I'm going like off the cuff, all of a sudden I'm like, and there's nothing.
1: <laughs> I know, right? It's like all I can think of are are, are like family members and okay, so I'll just say Cindy Faylor, my mother in law. There we there go. go. Uh so go. Cindy Faylor is has is a staff member that I just brought on. Uh and she it's her first day, so she needs to write a bio. And so hi, I'm Cindy, you know, I you know I, I I look forward to meeting you. You know, I went to school here. I did that. Uh, I've here's some of my background and I specialize in helping individuals who are suffering with X, Y, and Z. Uh, I also do a lot of couples work and really help couples find their spark again so that they can, you know, feel that same, you know, excitement and joy they felt uh, on day one of their marriage, even though they're in year 20 something to that effect. Yep. And right there, you have some good content that's just content on your website, gives you another ranking opportunity. Uh, and it's a super low-hanging fruit that is unique for group practices to be able to take advantage of. And all of a sudden, someone might be searching for, Google might say, hey, this Cindy Failer biography, this seems really, really relevant for couples counseling in Boulder. We want to rank it in the top 10. And there's another ranking opportunity uh, and a a great opportunity for your practice to get more business in the door.
0: Exactly. And there's, um, you know, going kind of a little bit deeper on that end with bios themselves, there are, um, you know it's really important as a group practice that your clinician's bios are speaking really clearly to your ideal client, not even from an SEO perspective, but just from a, like if a client gets to your page feeling like they, um, see themselves in your bio. And a lot of bios I see are pretty general. And, um, these days, you know, people aren't just trying to find a therapist or trying to find a therapist that, um, speaks to them. That is like this person it looks like they know what I, what I'm talking about and what I'm going through, um, but I think it has that like side effect of helping with SEO because when you get really clear on your bio um, and with your niche or niche areas, that it naturally is keywords that improve us you know SEO with those keywords.
1: Absolutely, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Awesome. All I right. like it. Bios. Be clear. Bios.
1: Make sure everyone has one. <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> on a separate Perfect.
0: page. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on a separate page. Yeah, that, that's a super important piece right there. Because yeah. that's another... like You want separate pages uh, for each individual practitioner. It gives you more ranking opportunities. It makes your website more engaging. It increases the clicks around your website, which is a ranking signal as well. Uh, how long someone stays on your website. Google calculates okay. all of that. Uh, so... Let's go on to the, the most complex piece here. And BIOS is probably like the least complex. Specialty pages seem more complex than BIOS. But yeah. let, let's go on to uh, the, the more complex piece here that is how to handle SEO for multiple locations. So I don't know how how many... Uh, Members uh, of or listeners of your podcast have multi locations.
0: Lots of them. Lots of them.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Because yeah, we're we're starting to see that at Brighter Vision too. You know, we've been around for like four years now, and it's been so much fun watching the evolution of our clients who who joined us three four years ago as solo practices, and then you know two years ago added their first clinician. Now maybe they're at five or six clinicians, and they're starting to add a second location. It's a lot of fun to to work with that way. And so, you know. If you are a multi-location practice, there are things you need to do from a search engine optimization standpoint to help your SEO and allow you to rank better. What is it? For those locations. All right. (laughs) So I'm operating under the assumption that people have a Google My Business account.
0: Yes, everyone needs to have that. I've talked about it. If you don't have Google My Business, you should. And you should also have a Google My Business page For each location, not just for your business as a whole.
1: Exactly. People forget
0: when they open up another location, they're like, oh, urban wellness. You know, I have urban wellness on Google My Business. No, you should have urban wellness in this location, urban wellness for that location, and urban wellness for the third one. You can add multiple locations um, on Google My Business.
1: You can. And and so you just took step one of of this out of my mouth here, Maureen, perfectly said. Uh, You need to create those individual listings and then verify them both by mail. Yes. Make sure you verify them by mail because otherwise, Google is going to say, "Oh, this is just fake. This is spam. Let's ignore this." Yeah. Um, Having those multiple uh, those individual listings under one Google My Business account associates your Google My Business account, which has a ranking profile already, with those individual listings. So, if you have a high ranking Google individual listing already, and you add your separate listings under in addition to that, as you grow and add different locations, they're going to have a better chance of ranking based off of the power of your original Google My Business listing. Uh, so verify those by mail.
0: Mm-hmm. Done. Second. I'm so far so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so far so good. I, I think you, I mean, Maureen, I, I think you probably, uh, you know, you could be leading this 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 discussion here on the SEO and I could be interviewing
0: mm-hmm. you. No, maybe, no, no. Maybe. <laughs> I, I have winged it. And so whenever I talk to people when it comes to like, anything digital. I'm just like, I'm waiting to see, am I doing it all right? So, so far, so good.
1: So far, so good. I (laughs) I think you're doing a few things right, Maureen. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: So step number two, write a statement to let all of your website visitors know the various cities that are included in your greater service area. And what you want to do is you want to add that to your contact page and your homepage. It doesn't need to be a long statement so you know i'm going to go with uh the boulder area here because that's what i'm familiar with let's say i have a location in the city of boulder Uh, i have a location in this town of longmont which is about 15 minutes north and i have a location in the town of lafayette which is about 15 minutes east of boulder i'd want to write a statement that says perry's counseling center uh, offers three locations for your convenience. For that way, wherever you may be located in the greater Boulder area, you can come see us. We have one location in Longmont, one locate one counseling location in Boulder, and one counseling location in Lafayette. Uh, then you, know, you can say you know contact us today to to schedule your appointment. Then what you want to do is have a specialty webpage for each individual city you operate in and that you have a location in. Done. So where you already have those?
0: Yeah. If awesome. you go, if you go down my drop down to clinicians, it pops out and it says Edison Park, Nash Old Irving. Perfect. Which are my three locations.
1: Awesome. I mean there we go. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. So what you need to do for, for your audience, you know, you, you do this exactly right, Maureen. You, you're a rock star. Uh, yes. <laughs> so write a specialty page about all of those. And so, you know, where I said, you know, we have these different locations. What you want to do is link, you know, we have a counseling uh, center in Boulder. Counseling center in Boulder links to the specific page talking about your counseling center in Boulder. With you know, ideally have some photos of your office. Uh, have a map with the location. Uh, you could even you know include directions to it. Anything that you can do to have this be like a fully fleshed out uh, page that is relevant uh, to that location and to that city, the better.
0: Uh, well, I'm so, I, I've already figured out what I have to do, which is I don't have on my homepage anything about that. I have just at the bottom or middle of the, my homepage, my three locations, um, with the maps to it. Um, but I can't, and my, like, if you ty- start typing urban wellness counseling, it'll say counseling in Edison park, Sauga national, old Irving, but I don't actually have on the homepage, um, something where it links to each one individually, you know, like you said, yeah, so that's something I, I could add. That's a great idea. You,
1: that's, That's exactly what I would do. So, right, I'm on your site right now. I would just link where it says you have Edison Park and then the maps, uh, Saganash, then the map, Old Irving, and then the map. Just link Edison Park to the Edison Park page, Saganash, and Old Irving to the Old Irving page. Yeah. Uh, That way, people who want to know more about those locations can click and go access them.
0: Yeah, without having to search for it. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Exactly. And then finally, what you want to do is, you know, in the footer of your website as well, Talk about the location. So have the address, the phone number, the if there's a specific email address or or a fax number, uh, have that all in your footer as well for each individual location. Uh, and of course, as I scroll down to your footer, there it is. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. and, and what? The, but what you can do right there, Maureen, is again have link it, link it. exactly.
0: Yes, totally. I mean, as you're talking, I'm I'm like, yep, that's what I got to do.
1: Awesome, nice, easy, low-hanging fruit for you. Uh, and I can also see at the bottom here you have some media contributions. It's like Central, the Gottman Institute, Bustle, Fresh Practice Design. The list. Uh, I hope. I would imagine that you're linking back to you know really great pages on that, which helps your SEO as well. Because you know if you're linking, like, so this is sort of circling back around to point number one. If you wrote a guest post for the Gottman Institute, that should be linking back to your couples counseling page.
0: It does
1: perfect because what that's doing is it's saying the Gottman Institute is voting for urban wellness counseling as a great couples counselor Mm -hmm. and since the Gottman Institute Google knows that the Gottman Institute is all about couples and marriage counseling a vote from them to a page of to uh, a, a to a page about marriage and couples counseling is gonna matter so much more than a vote from, you know, the daily camera here in Boulder uh, <laughs> or a practice in Chicago. In fact, it might be discounted if it was by Google because it does not feel relevant to Google. Right. So whew, those are uh, the, the three best things that you can be doing as a group practice owner. Um, really in order of low hanging fruit. Um, And in terms of overall power, uh, those specialty pages really, you know, if you don't have them hire somebody to do it, like you don't need to sit down and write them, go on Upwork, uh, put an ad out, uh, in, you know, the, the local journalism, in a local journalism, uh, department for a college nearby, uh, saying that you're looking to hire a writer, uh, So that way, you know, a journalism student can get some extra or a creative writing student can get some real work, real life experience here and build out their portfolio. Um, You know, open up the piggy bank a little bit for it. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's paid dividends for you.
0: Yes, I love it. So um, how can people find more about you and Brighter Vision? Where do they need to go so that they can learn more about you or if they want to use you, um, your services?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, you can always head over to brightervision.com. We have a ton of really great resources on there for you. Even if you don't want to use us, uh, you know, I'd still recommend heading on over there. We have some really great free material everything from uh, an eight day email course on eight unique ways to uh, market your private practice to uh, marketing ideas to reach your ideal client. To if you're interested in transitioning away from insurance, becoming a cash-based uh, practitioner, we have a, a great mini series on on that. Uh, a whole, I mean, like so so much content for you. Uh, so you know, please check out any of that and. For your listeners, we have a really great offer. Uh, you know, If you want to get started with Brighter Vision or, or just to even see if it's a good fit for you, uh, if you head to brightervision.com forward slash try forward slash group practice, uh, you can get one month free with Brighter Vision. Uh, See if it's a good fit for you. We'll build you a first draft of your website, show you uh, how how well we can brand you and build a website that really empathizes and resonates with your ideal client. Again, that's brightervision.com forward slash try forward slash group practice. A bit of a mouthful for a podcast. <laughs> so
0: my website we also- as a whole is just a mouthful. The group practice exchange. <laughs> <has> so
1: <laughs> yeah, but there's no forward slashes there, right? That's it's just true. so, you know, if, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I can't remember that. Just head over to brightervision.com. Let us know that you heard about us on this podcast and we'll give you a month free anyways. Um, you know we we'd love to help you. We, we love working with uh, with therapists, whether you're just starting out uh, whether you're you know, full and working to transition to a group practice or whether you're looking to just take the stress of maintaining and managing a website away, uh, you know, we are a really great solution for therapists. We have thousands of therapists around the world that entrust us with their private practice and uh, we hope we can uh, welcome you to the Brighter Vision family.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on and, and providing us with that information and um, we look forward to hearing more from you in the future.
1: Absolutely. My pleasure, Maureen. Thank you for having me. And uh, I hope uh, to everybody listening that you got some some great value out of this and some good action steps.
0: Yes. Awesome. Well, have a good rest of your day. And I'm crossing my fingers for you that you don't get the flu.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Maureen. <laughs> have a good one. You too. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. Thanks for listening to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast. We'll see you next time.